Talk about parallel parenting. Parallel parenting is a topic that I don't think gets enough attention. Doesn't get enough people actually talking about it because there's a lot of people that are stuck in toxic relationships or they're breaking out of toxic relationships and they're like, what do I do next? Like, what do I do now? How do I actually help my kids going through this? If you're in this place, like, I want you to be able to understand you're not alone. It feels like you're alone because no one else seems to be going through it, but you're not actually alone. But what happens is you have kids that get in this relationship, you're in this relationship, and you're trying to figure out how do I actually work through this? How do I actually grow in this area? How do I actually handle like co-parenting with a toxic person? Now, if you already saw the title, you know I'm not really going to talk about co-parenting. I don't think co-parenting legitimately exists in a healthy environment for a toxic people, like for a narcissist in a narcissistic relationship. Instead, it's this aspect of parallel parenting. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When we talk about this aspect of parallel parenting, co-parenting doesn't really exist with a toxic person, okay? Co-parenting is what you do with the ex that you used to be with, you can still communicate with. That's not abusive. That's not hurting you like back and forth, okay? That's an aspect of co-parenting. You can't do co-parenting with a toxic person, with a narcissist. It doesn't really exist, Okay, what happens is when you're trying to co-parent with a toxic person, it ends up being manipulation, where the other person is leveraging the kids against you to try to make you like comply, do things, get back with them, multiple different things are happening here. Okay, this is what happens in a toxic relationship after the relationship where they're coming back and forth, they're interacting, they're trying to manipulate you and they'll utilize the kids to be able to do so. As a result, you have to set up some strong, healthy boundaries. Otherwise, this person is going to keep sucking you back in over and over and over into the toxic relationship. And you're left a lot of times thinking, wait a second, what do I actually do with the kids? How do I actually help the kids grow, heal, and change? If you guys are watching this right now and you're like, hey, I'm right there. I've got kids and I don't know how to be able to navigate this with a toxic person, type in me in the chat. Like, I need to be able to know, am I talking to the right people today of like, hey, I'm struggling with this aspect because I've got with a toxic person in the past. Now I'm trying to figure this out. And I also have to raise kids at the same time. Like this, this whole aspect is a great aspect of like being like, wow, I feel crazy because there's so many different things happening here. Okay, you've got the toxic person on one side that's making you feel awful, that's putting you down for everything, and then trying to manipulate and say like, oh, I care about the kids. Oh, I like want the kids, but they don't actually. Okay, this is like maybe new for some of you. They don't actually want the kids. Okay, part of this aspect. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. Why are they so interested in the children once you break up when they weren't before? Okay, part of this first off is this idea of like, let me show interest to prove to myself and other people that I'm not an abusive dad, that I'm not an abusive father. Okay, like that's a piece of it. Let me prove to myself. Okay, this other aspect is like when, what? Your answer is question is your question because you plan them. It's a big F to you. Oh, you responded to something else. I'm sorry. I was like, I got super distracted by that. I thought you were talking directly to me. The other aspect of why they fight for the kids, of like why they want the kids 50-50, okay? One aspect is this idea of like, I have to pay less child support. That's it. Not super in-depth, not super complicated. If the narcissist gets 50-50 custody with you, then he has to pay less money. 
You have to remember, money and image are the two biggest things that a narcissist cares about in going through a custody battle with you. Okay. The other piece is image. Let me look good. We kind of touched on that just a minute ago. Like, let me look good. So let me try to get the kids so that I can have them and snap a picture. So I look really great to everybody else. But in reality, I'm just passing them off to the babysitter or parents, things like that. This is the piece that you start to walk into in this toxicity of trying to deal with dealing with a narcissist in this aspect of parallel parenting. All right. So we're going to kind of break this down a little bit in a couple different ways. Okay. One aspect is helping in the communication piece. And the first thing I want you to understand with this is using the BIF method. Brief, informative, friendly, and firm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, it's always best to try to go to no contact as best you can. There's multiple ways that you can do that. But until you get to that point, until you figure it out, you're at the place where you have to communicate with them at some level. Okay, so keep it brief, keep it informative, keep it friendly, and keep it firm. If you're able to actually frame every single text to this person, every single email in this type of format, it will help you not get sucked in emotionally into a toxic environment. Okay? Then it's also limiting the contact. If you're able to do it only through text, only through email, only through a parenting app, only through a third party, so you don't have any type of communication with that other person, that's going to be best. Now, how do you actually move forward in this aspect of helping raise the kids? Like this is a difficult piece because you're like, I don't want my kids to either turn out to be a narcissist or get abused by a narcissist because odds are the longer they're exposed in this relationship to the toxic person, that is what they will become. That is just reality. Like we see it time and time again of people that have gotten with a narcissist that they're like, yeah, my parents were narcissistic. My dad was a narcissist. My mom was a narcissist. We see this all the time. When you're in a prolonged environment and one of the parents is narcissistic, the odds are you're either going to turn out to be a narcissist or you're going to end up being with one. That's the reality that you're facing of saying, hey, in this relationship, if my kids continue to interact with this person, this is the probability. So then what do you do about it? How do you actually work on the other side? Part of it is establishing this safe place for the kids. Okay, now it's not just like a safe physical spot. That is obviously required. But it's a safe place mentally and emotionally. The the kids are not going to get a safe place mentally and emotionally from the toxic environment. Because they're going to slowly get treated the same exact way that you were treated. Your feelings don't matter. Your emotions don't matter. You're an inconvenience. Like everything that matters is the narcissist, not you. Your kids are going to slowly get that exposed to them time and time and time again. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, they might be manipulated to a place where they only see a different version of reality. They see, like, the fake person. They see the narcissist, and he looks like the greatest dad ever because he's given them everything they want. Over a period of time, that starts to fall away because they realize there's not a depth there. 
There's not a depth to that relationship. This is where you come in and actually helping. Okay, helping provide a safe environment mentally, emotionally, physically for them to be able to process and to be able to work through their emotions. It's one of the hardest things to do because you have to be able to sit back and actually create space for that person to be able to process their emotions or feelings. On top of that, then you have a toxic person that's trying to manipulate and trying to push everything else on top and you don't have a role model for them to actually look at anymore. You see this? This is this is the part here that it gets the most confusing and the hardest. And sometimes you wonder, maybe it'd be better if I just didn't do this. Maybe it'd be better if I just went back to them. At least I would have I'd be able to mitigate some of those things. Okay? And sometimes people do. And they put their kids in an environment where they're either going to turn out to be a narcissist or they're going to get with a narcissist down the road. Now, you understand what I'm saying when we talk about this aspect of dealing with the narcissist in your life and also parenting and helping the kids. Okay, because until you come alongside and saying like, hey, I need to work through like actually going through this process of being there for my kids, helping provide space, helping get to the place of like understanding like this is the reality that they're going through. They're not going to get the emotional support from the other person. Okay, 